0: When it comes to our unhealthy eating patterns, there's a tendency of wanting to avoid reality. Perhaps there's even some shame surrounding these and ultimately we usually do what we can to push them away and just focus on forgetting them and getting back on track. Funnily enough, when I actually googled the title of today's episode, Why You Should Listen to Your Unhealthy Eating Patterns, the first article that came up was avoid unhealthy eating habits. So that really goes to show what our perspective is around these. However, I'm not quite sure that this is the right approach. Something that I will nearly always ask all of my clients to do is reflect on the weeks or occasions where they might have not eaten in line with their plan or their unhealthy eating styles got the better of them. This isn't in order to relive the experience per se and make someone feel guilty about the decision making, not at all. This is about recognizing that hindsight is indeed 2020 and there's so much to learn from simply taking a look back at what potentially caused these decisions. Let's say you're someone who can do really well for almost the entire month. This might sound familiar to you, but there's just this one day or weekend during the month that sets you back. You just can't seem to keep control, but you don't really know why it happens and you don't also feel like you can gain control over this. It can be very frustrating and this is the case with a lot of people and it's not just about the time of the week or the month that they have or the subsequent impact it has to their body weight, their body fat or the goals that they've set themselves. It's the knock-on effect that this has to their confidence and their belief in themselves which can be even more detrimental. So the situation inevitably happens as it does every month. You go through the cycle of going off track, feeling terrible about the situation and in fact yourself as well. It lasts for a few days and eventually you brush yourself off and get going again. Now, let's take a moment to dig deeper and work backwards and break this cycle. When was the decision made to, let's use the example in this case, order the takeaway? You might think it was that 7 p.m. on Friday night, but perhaps it wasn't. Perhaps it was the fact that just like all of us, we're more susceptible to cravings and hunger when we're tired. So when you saw the donuts going around the office in the morning and really wanted them but decided to apply some self-control, perhaps that was your first trigger or perhaps it wasn't even that. Maybe it was just the fact it was Friday and in the past, this was your day to let loose a little. So that was the association that it created and that was the decision that ultimately came. Maybe it was sleep. Perhaps your body wanted to gain energy from somewhere and the highly decadent and calorie-dense food seemed more appealing than ever. Perhaps it was because you were stressed about that deadline and the combination of the stress and perhaps the celebration of meeting your targets triggered you to order that takeaway. Or maybe it was a combination of all of these and perhaps you have tough deadlines every single month and the trend is that you get more tired as the month goes on, the pressure and stress Stress increases you have a pre-existing association with using food as a way to manage stress and give you more energy to perform when you are missing out on sleep and the culmination of this all leads to you making the choice that you always do that analysis right there is a little different from just saying it was Friday and there was nothing in the fridge at home you now have something to work with an ability to break the cycle and now here is the key part what's the real problem here it's not the Deliveroo or Uber Eats app on your phone it's not the pizza and ice cream you ordered, it's not even your discipline or your self-control. Listen to what your body and your mind is telling you. The real problem is the stress and the pressure you're under every month. The fact that this leads you to compromise on sleep and work in an underrested state. The fact that you don't have time to go to the supermarket or prepare yourself nutritious foods. This is what your body is trying to tell you here and in order to improve, you need to listen. Let's take another example, you're smashing your plan until one night, unexplainably, you on just about everything you can get your hands on. Your goals are important to you, your health is absolutely important to you, but you just can't seem to stop yourself. Now, is the problem the ease of access to the type of foods that you can binge on? Maybe partly, but I don't believe this is the underlying problem. Is the problem your self-control or commitment? Not really, as you've shown this in abundance during other portions of your journey. So let's dig deeper. Why was it in the evening that this binge happened? Perhaps it's the time that you're alone and with your thoughts. Perhaps you find your thoughts uncomfortable to be around. Perhaps you're feeling lonely. And what provides comfort, a distraction, and a relief for many of us? Food. It was comfort for us when we were younger. Perhaps the only thing that was reliable in our lives. It's a great distraction. It's really hard to focus on your problems when you've got your favorite food sat in front of you and you've got Netflix playing too. It's a relief. All that dopamine that comes from the high fat and sugar foods might finally allow you to relax. And isn't that gonna be something that's very, very relieving? And once again, what's the real problem here? The high calorie, decadent food, perhaps but there's many people in the world who can walk past these in a supermarket or have these apps on their phone without even worrying about them. So let's get to the real problem in this example. You probably just don't like being alone. Perhaps you even feel lonely when other people are around and now you realize this, it's time to dig into it, to ask why. What's so bad about being alone? Why is it leading you to something so extreme to avoid the feeling of you being on your own? What are these thoughts that are in your mind that are so uncomfortable to entertain? The ones that lead you to binge and distract yourself until you almost feel so numb that you don't have to acknowledge their existence. These examples may ring true to you, or you may see this manifest in other ways, but the bottom line is that we need to start asking these type of questions if we want to improve. And not only that, we need to be willing to face the uncomfortable truths that may follow and probably will follow. If we look at these situations with shame, guilt, embarrassment, and try to overlook them before we learn from them, they'll keep coming back and quite likely get worse and worse. These situations are nothing to be ashamed about. Just like when you are sick or you're in pain, your body is trying to tell you something and we have to listen and take responsibility. So I hope that helped team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow.